Welcome to the Eddie Hyatt Podcast. I am your host and teacher, Eddie Hyatt. So glad you've joined me today as we continue our study in Paul's letter to the church in Ephesus. Wow, such powerful truths packed into this letter. Today we're going to begin reading at verse 3. And we'll read several verses, and, and uh, you know, unless the Holy Spirit leads differently, I'm going to zero in on verse 7. But let's go ahead and read uh, verse 3. Paul says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in, in the heavenly places in Christ. Notice that Paul uses uh, the past tense, who has already. It's a done deal. There, 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 there is so much that was accomplished uh, through Jesus's first advent. Yes, he's coming again to bring our salvation and our re- redemption to its full consummation. But the, the essential elements and the basic fundamental work of redemption and salvation was accomplished at the cross and resurrection of Jesus. That is why Paul speaks so much in the past tense concerning what Christ has done for us. And this is what he does here. He says, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us. You are already a blessed person because of what Jesus has done for you and because you have put your faith in him. He has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now he says he's blessed us with every spiritual blessing. He does not he does not mean that there is no physical or material aspect to this blessing. He says they are spiritual because they are bound up with the Holy Spirit. And they are realized through the presence and the work of the Holy Spirit. They've already been made available to us through his redemptive work at the cross and resurrection, but then they become a reality in our lives as we walk in the Holy Spirit, listen to the Holy Spirit, and learn to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Those blessings that are already ours will be realized in our real life and in our daily walk. And then verse 4 says, just as he chose us, he chose us. (laughs) Jesus said one time, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. Yes, we chose, he chose us before we chose him. This was his idea. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, you were not an afterthought in God's mind. I th- I think it was, I'm trying to think of her name. She wrote a song called, uh, When He Was on the Cross, I Was on His Mind. Dottie Rimble, powerful song. When He Was on the Cross, I Was on His Mind. And Paul here says, He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy. Where is that word hagios again? Yeah. He has called us. He's already marked us and set apart. But then this holiness, it's something that we grow in and we grow and we develop and we become more and more like Jesus. And he has called us uh, 
that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons, and that includes daughters, by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Now, there was a, uh, I want to mention this about adoption, adoption as sons. Uh, this doesn't mean that we were orphans, and, and this is not what it's referring to. Uh, in Roman society and culture, uh, there was a ceremony that uh, children went through when it was believed that they were coming to, uh, that ushered them into adulthood, sort of like the Jewish uh, bar mitzvah that I believe every boy goes through when he's 13, and they have a bat mitzvah for the girls. It's sort of their initiation into adulthood. And uh, in, in Roman culture, they had this similar thing where before this time, uh, say in a wealthy Roman family, the children would be under the tutor. And oftentimes it would be a slave, a trusted slave or someone else they would be under these teachers and these tutors who had the responsibility. We might call them babysitters, but they were much more than that. They were responsible for rearing the child and teaching them and training him and the proper culture and etiquette and the ways of life as a Roman citizen. But there was a certain age that they came to uh, where they went through their bar mitzvah, so to speak, although they didn't call it that. It was, it was referred to as an adoption where they came to adulthood and they were a, a full, uh, they were fully a son now with all the privileges now of the household. They were no longer under the tutors. They were no longer under those other people and teachers who had brought them up and trained them. Now they were at adulthood, and now they were fully heirs of everything that their father had for them, because now they had come into that place of what was called adoption, which was actually their introduction, their uh, their movement into full adult adulthood, and as a mature heir in that household. And so this is this is the parallel that Paul is referring to here because he's writing primarily to Gentiles in this letter. And he says, having predestined us to adoption as sons, to be fully sons and daughters, heirs of God, and join heirs with Jesus Christ, as he put it in Romans. That uh, Romans, I believe it's chapter eight, towards the end of that chapter, he speaks of us as being heirs of God and fellow heirs of Jesus Christ. Verse 6, to the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he made us accepted in the beloved. We can't make ourselves accepted, but he made us accepted by his shed blood, by his redemptive work on the cross. And now we come and by faith we receive, by faith, all that he has accomplished for us through his redemptive work. And verse 7, look, it says, in him we have. Here's something very important. As you read through your, your Bibles, Paul uses these phrases many times 
I think you would call them grammatically prepositional phrases, in him, of him, by him, through him. And you, you should underline those because these all tell us what belongs to us as a result of being in Christ. Paul speaks of us after we have come to him and put our faith in him, of us being in Christ. And as I heard someone say years ago, I look a whole lot better in Christ than I do outside of him. And so here Paul says, in him we have. Again, there's the past tense, present tense. We have already. We have it now. And there are things that, that are already ours in Christ. In him, Paul says, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. In him, we have redemption. That word, word redemption, it's a word to, that means to buy back. And it was used of the price that was paid to purchase the freedom of a slave in the slave market, to redeem a purchase price. And Paul is saying that Jesus Christ, he paid the price that was necessary to redeem us out of the slavery that we had fallen into sin and to Satan. Oh, how we need a revelation of what Jesus has done for us. I'm going to push the pause button there, and we're going to pick up. In, in the next session, we're going to pick up right there, and we're going to talk about uh, the full meaning and some illustrations of this word redemption, and also about the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Don't miss tomorrow. It's going to be, I believe it's going to be fantastic. I'm Eddie Hyde. This is the Eddie Hyde Podcast. We're going through the Paul's letter to the church at Ephesus. Such powerful things here. I hope you'll check out my website, Eddie Hyatt.com. Uh, there, there's a bookstore there. There's all kinds of uh, uh, things that will help you. There are links there to my website, to our website, uh, link there to my blog. So many things that will bless you and help you, articles and so on. Uh, also, there is uh, contact information. There's also a link there if you would like to give a donation to our ministry. We are underwritten by friends who believe in our ministry. We're not underwritten by any church or organization or denomination. We look to God as our source, and he raises up people to bless us and support us in the calling that he has given us uh, to uh, the, the, the scripture the Lord gave Sue and I in the first year of our marriage, Psalm 67, 1 and 2, God be merciful to us and bless us, cause his face to shine upon us that your way may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations. <laughs> That's what we are about. Thank you for your love, your prayers and support, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow on the Eddie Hot Podcast.